Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to our weekly edition of 52 Players. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, the head of the NAACP in the town of Islip uh, is Billy Moss, and he is uh, he's terrific. He is an ad- advocate for so many years and he's made a name for himself in and around elections and and i'll tell you what just helping folks who who need a voice who don't have a voice he's been absolutely great he's if i have this right he's a harvard grad and i think he started out life in brentwood and he still oversees uh his uh his beloved community there and he'll correct me if i'm wrong but let me first welcome billy moss to 52 players billy how are you very well, very well. Thanks for having me here today. Good. Did I have my information correct? Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. I definitely am an advocate and I'm still in my hometown. Now, let's let's do a little bit of your, your history. And if you don't mind, we'll start from the beginning. Uh, were you born here on Long Island or did you end up moving here? Born and raised in Brentwood. I, I assume South, uh, Southside Hospital. Were you born in Southside? <laughs> yep, you got that right. <laughs> So you're born in, in Brentwood. Uh, did you go to Ross or Sunderland? I went to Ross. Yeah. I, there, was, uh, there was a radio station, I think, in Ross, right? And uh, were you involved in it at all? No, I wasn't involved in the radio station. It's right in the heart of uh, Brentwood High School and our DPHO Center, which is like the center in between the two schools. Um, but uh, no, I was never involved with the radio. Um, I was more of a student government guru. Now, what was your right? All right so you're in, involved in student government. Uh, what, what was the first interest as a kid that you had in any kind of uh, any kind of activity uh, in the world? Any kind of civic uh, organization or or politics? Is there and and you know as you're answering that, is there any particular uh, political figure or public figure that you know that speaks for the public? Uh, that you kind of were attracted to early on? Sure, absolutely. Um, Well, when I was in high school, I definitely, I I was a class president. I definitely wanted to represent my peers well. And, uh, you know, like typical teenagers, we wanted to do things that were fun um, with our grade level. And so we wanted to go on trips or we wanted to, you know, have celebrations and, you know, be a typical senior class. And we were getting blocked on a lot of things. And I just found that to be really strange. And so that's what really got me um, involved in um, going to board meetings and advocating for students' rights. And uh, it, it certainly has morphed into, you know, it's morphed into supporting school board candidates and political candidates as well. You know, is it's a much different world that that I grew up in. I'm 54, right? So I, I grew up in a much different world, and 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 now I, I honestly think we're in a better world. I think we we have a better understanding of of each other and different cultures. Uh, I lived in Brentwood for uh, for years. I didn't go to the school. Oh, there. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. I, I lived on Roosevelt Street in um in Brentwood between uh, Washington and and Jefferson over there. Okay. And, and my mom lived there for for years, and and I, off and on, I was back and forth over there. And look, look, our community in uh, in Brentwood, 
was in my mind was was ignored by by so many different people. And, uh, you know, look, law enforcement, um, I, I think, looked at us as as a hassle. And, and I, you know, I've got respect for law enforcement. I'm not uh, putting down law enforcement, but, uh, uh, it, you know, they saw our community as uh, as a hassle, at least when I was there. And, uh, and and the politicians, for the most part, ignored us. I don't know if if I had a different uh, experience than you. And again, I'm coming from the white community and and, and saying that and, and you uh, speaking for uh, the African-American community. Uh, I, did you notice that about Brentwood? Well, I think not much has changed in that respect. And some of it has to do with class. Unfortunately, you know, people with more money uh, get more services. And uh, what typically happens in um, communities that are working class, um, where folks don't have millions of dollars, um, you know, where folks don't have millions of dollars, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we don't get the same services as, as folks who have the big bucks. Um, so that said, not much has changed in that respect, sadly. And, um, you know, I <laughs> one of the you were talking about law enforcement. One of the things that's really frustrating for me, you know, as a civil rights advocate is when you, you know, when you go to the police or when you go to like uh, the D.A. and they don't act when you actually bring them substantive um, uh, criminal activity and they don't act. Now, I have to say that Suffolk Police Department has been way better than the DA's office. In fact, um, the district attorney, uh, the current one, um, has not given me a CC number yet for basically about a half a dozen criminal accusations um, that I've made. And some of them actually have to do with uh, discrimination as well. And um, it's just, it's really, you know, sad. It's sick that we have public servants that um, don't serve everyone equally. You know, they just don't serve everyone equally. And uh, sad to say our, our DA is our district attorney is one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that is a, a sad statement to make, but uh, it's it's coming out of uh, that of uh, a lot of people's mouths, and here we are about four weeks in front of an election, and uh, right. what we see from uh, Tim Sinney uh, happens to be, um, you know, press conferences and and glowing reports from himself and and Steve Ballone well. of of how wonderful a job he's doing. Let me just remind folks, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, if you're just tuning in a little late or you're just turning on your radios a little late, uh, Frank McKay here with Billy Moss, and he's one of our 52 players, and he's the head of the NAACP in the town of Islip. And, I, you know, listen, he, he calls it as he sees it, and I've known Billy for a, a, a while now. Uh, not well, but uh, hopefully getting getting to know Billy Moss a lot better now. He is, a, he is an advocate extraordinaire, absolutely fantastic. Frank McKay here with Billy Moss. I, you, you mentioned uh, Tim Sinney. Well, I'm mentioning him by name, and, and yeah. uh, you've uh, you've uh, alluded to him. Uh, he, mm -hmm. I imagine, for the most part, would would get a lot of votes from the African American community, from the Hispanic community, and I and I shouldn't generalize, but uh, let's let's face it, it's a strong blow to, uh, voting block for the Democratic Party. Uh, are, are you seeing cracks? In that, uh, in that support uh, for Tim Sinney because of uh, of him ignoring you. 
Well, you know, not to be partisan because the NAACP is is nonpartisan, but I will say um, on the issues, there are uh, a lot of issues that raise a lot of questions. Um, one of them is Evelyn Rodriguez, who was you know, mowed over maliciously uh, at her daughter's memorial i mean it can't get more morally unsound than that and to know that our district attorney didn't throw the book at that individual along racial lines is despicable it is absolutely despicable and i know that there are a lot of people who who observed that um, in the hometown, in our hometown of Brentwood and in um, and throughout the world, really, who are uh, withdrawing support uh, because of that reason alone. And then there are others, you know, for the African-American community. I just sat through um, uh, a trial of, you know, folks, black folks who were arrested in Ross Park in Brentwood. Um, last summer. Um, and then this summer, the trial was taking place. And I couldn't believe that um, some of the things that I was seeing during the trial, they were just so upsetting that our district attorney would even take such foolish information um, to a trial uh, against African-Americans. It was so obvious that the African-Americans were not guilty of assaulting police officers as they were so accused. And the fact that the district attorney would waste taxpayers' funds, would waste black people's money, um, because lots of our money gets spent on defenses, uh, over something that was so completely and obviously wrong, um, and which, of course, the jury found not guilty, uh, speaks to the incompetence of the DA's office um, when it comes to being able to uh, correct the wrongs against African-Americans. And so um, I, I see people withdrawing their support of the current DA over that as well. Um, like I said, in the NAACP, we don't endorse candidates. We don't tell people um, you know, how to vote. But certainly the issues that are relevant to today um, are going to cause people to withdraw their support and support other candidates. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, you're hearing the voice of Billy Moss, and he is uh, by way of Brentwood, still in Brentwood, uh, Harvard grad and uh, and somebody who uh, I, I think uh, is a, a heroic figure for all he's done and he's spoken up for, and he's the, also the, the head of the NAACP in the town of Islip, and he is uh, a political activist. And an advocate for so many uh, different uh, different organizations and groups and causes. Billy Moss, once again, here with me, Frank McKay. Uh, Billy, let me jump back to to your history before we jump into uh, Cine. I, I mean, I by the way, I absolutely agree with you on Cine. I've been saying it all along. He's completely incompetent and he's he's corrupt, and he. You know, well, I, actually, I was gonna, I was gonna get into some of your history, but I, I've got to apologize, and I've apologized to the listeners and the voters on my behalf because, uh, as an Independence Party chairman, 
I I backed him, Cindy, four years ago, and and I thought he was going to do something on the killings, on the Long Island serial killings, and he told me he would, and and he was going to he did nothing, and I thought he was going to do other things. I thought he was going to clean up the uh, the act of of the district attorney's office. He's basically been the the Spoda office with a younger face there. The influence of of Jimmy Burke and Tom Spoda has been uh, absolutely tremendous. L- let's jump in. To you know, a little more into your history. Uh, when you went to Harvard, uh, was it culture shock for you, or did you know any part of that world? Imagine a lot of money there, uh, tremendous amount of uh, uh, you know legacies there, and and you know uh, some, something tells me that uh, you know because I I certainly wouldn't have had experience of running into a lot of Ivy Leaguers. Uh, you don't run into a lot of Ivy Leaguers in Brentwood. No, but um. You know, it's uh, I run into a lot of future Ivy Leaguers, though, which is right. a great thing. Um, it, you know, Harvard was, uh, I would say, wasn't a culture shock, you know, ethnic wise, because coming from Brentwood, we had everything. But um, it was culture shock, like economics wise. Right. And there was such a difference in, you know, meeting people who went to Paris for the weekend. You know, that just was not something that I <laughs> or, you know, we did growing up. So um, knowing people who literally did that and were like, yeah, I was in Paris yesterday. And I'm like, but I saw you on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? it was just like, what? So, you know, that kind of culture shock uh, with the finances uh, and how people really live and stuff like that with that much money. Um, that was a shock, but you know, that it wasn't a debilitating one or, or anything like that. It was just an eye opener for me as to how, you know, the other side lives. What, what was your degree in? My degree was in mathematics education and children's studies. I actually created a special major there. Um, and I minored in Spanish language. Yeah, terrific. How was your Spanish? Uh, do you you know you have a lot of folks uh, in uh, in in Brentwood that, uh, right. that are Spanish speakers now? Uh, how was yeah your yeah? I would say you know there are four modalities of language. Um, listening is the one that's the hardest for me because you know when people speak very quickly, I have like a very academic Spanish, so I can read Spanish fluently and I speak it fluently um, and I write it fluently. But the hardest thing for me to do is is interpret. You know when someone's talking. But uh, other than that, I would say I'm like three fourths fluent. <laughs> Well, hey, listen, that's, you know, that's, everybody has their weakness and me understanding what people are saying is the hardest thing for me. Hey, listen, I've been to a lot of Spanish speaking countries and I know very, very little um, uh, Spanish. And I, you know, I took a, a, a bus trip across Central America and I hit six of the seven countries there. And, you know, I didn't want to go to any of the I didn't want to go any, to any of the resorts or things like that. I wanted to go. And and see what the people are like, you know, people, you know, the uh, the working class people, the poor people right. uh, will like. And, and I, I, I wish I knew a little more Spanish and, uh, and and just to get a better understanding of, of what's going on. But we do have a changing uh, uh, face of our community. And uh, and it's I, listen, it's it's very important. Uh, I, I wanted my my kids to, to learn Spanish and to be fluent. Um, yeah. In, in, in Spanish, uh, just because of the new dynamic. I, let me 
let me ask you this. And again, Billy Moss yeah. is our very special guest. The DA's office, uh, you, sure. you've made these calls, you've made these complaints, you haven't gotten CC mm -hmm. numbers. Uh, what is his diversity level? My understanding is that he didn't, he hasn't hired anyone from the African-American community. He only has one uh, prosecutor from the African-American community and, and, and that individual uh, was there early on in the Spoder administration. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I do know the numbers are low. Um, I had heard that uh, he did hire a couple of people for the DA's office, but I don't know the exact names. Um, the numbers are really low regardless. And um, the fact that, uh, you know, a black police officer was raked over the coals, you know, um, accused in a secret indictment, whatever they call it, um, of being the, I guess, the, the accomplice of a, of a known arsonist who was 19 years old. Uh, you know, this police officer was in his mid thirties. I just couldn't believe that Sini's office would do something like that on the word of a known criminal. A young one at that. I just, I was, I was floored that that was the basis on which they did an indictment on a, on a police officer. And just knowing that, um, I can't imagine anybody knowing that who is African American or who is a police officer um, would vote for Sini. I, I just don't understand how that would how wh why a person would know that about his office and how he conducts um, business in the DA's office and, and want that to be repeated. No African-American or, um, or police officer should want uh, a criminal's word to stand larger than their own um, in any circumstance. What does it mean for Tim Sinney, in your opinion, that someone... Uh, a strong leader uh, uh, from you know from all sides. Uh, Dwayne Gregory uh, came mm -hmm. out and he endorsed uh, Ray C uh, Ray Tierney uh, against him. Mm -hmm. and, and again, he uh, same thing. He supported him you know four years ago and supported Tim Sinney and, and was very disappointed in how he treated and uh, treated uh, the the African American community and and just people in general uh, and when you talk to Dwayne Gregory who is one of the I, I there's very few people in this world I have more respect for than Dwayne Gregory former presiding right. officer uh, current councilman in the town of Babylon longtime legislator right. uh, when when he speaks out against a guy like Tim Sinney I, I I take notice. Right. Well, I mean, look, Dwayne Gregory is a balanced thinker. He's a veteran. Um, he's someone who served our, our country well as um, as also a, a legislator. Like, I can't think of a better person to trust in terms of, you know, his his balanced thinking and coming to a conclusion Um if that's where he stands, then there are a lot of people who will stand behind him. Um, so I'm not surprised, like I just said before, I'm not surprised that African-Americans or police officers would be voting in a different direction. Um, Ray Tierney is that probable other direction uh, because of everything that police officers and African-Americans have have seen um, at the hands of the current district attorney. Uh, Billy Moss 
is our very special guest. You're listening to 52 Players, our weekly edition, and this man belongs on this list every year. Uh, a tremendous leader in, uh, in, in, well, in every community, but uh, certainly for the NAACP in the town of Islip. And, uh, you know, basically... Um, Talking about his distrust of the DA's office, and that's disturbing. It's very disturbing when uh, when you hear this so often and when you hear it from people like Billy Moss, who's so respected by, by all sides and uh, and by by people of all communities. We've got a couple of minutes left. Frank McKay here yeah. with Billy Moss. Uh, Billy, uh, a word on Ray Tierney. And uh, yeah. you've, you've gotten to know him a little bit, and uh, and you've gotten to talk to him a little bit. What can you tell us about Ray, uh, Ray Tierney, who's challenging Tim Sinney for the DA's office? Well, I can tell you that he is um, impressive in his um, background. His uh, legal background is very impressive um, in terms of you know wanting someone who is going to do a good job he certainly presents as someone who's going to do an excellent job. Um, in terms of his character, um, he's a good guy. I mean, you can just tell by meeting him that he's a really good guy. And um, what I sad, what I'm sad to say uh, about uh, you know, unfortunately, Tim Sini is that you know Tim you know has come across to me as someone who is just a sweet talker um the character is not behind the words and um i wish i was saying something different four years later than you know what i was thinking and hoping four years ago when i was supportive of his campaign but this has been a complete mess um, and I have to, you know, speak up about uh, a different individual who whose background is completely, you know, wholeheartedly stronger and um, who has the objective acumen that, you know, a non-political um, objective acumen that we need in the DA's office. Um, so while, you know, like I said, um, as the NAACP, we do not endorse candidates um, speaking to the issues at hand. Uh, I think that it's pretty obvious, you know, what direction uh, people should be going in. Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Billy Moss, uh, congratulations on all your success and everything that you've done and continued uh, continue to do. Can you give us a website or a social media site where people could follow along with what you're doing? Um, social media site? Well, we have, uh, you know, the NAACP, Isletown NAACP has its own website. Uh, you know, Facebook group and there's a website, Islip and AACP.org um, that you know, people want to follow our organization for Islip Town NAACP. They can definitely do that. Billy Moss, thank you very much for being here. No problem. Anytime. Uh, someone we will be needing a part two with um, too short a time to, to get into so many different issues, but someone who's uh, who's who's I, look, if if your kid grows up to be Billy Moss, you'd be very proud that's for sure. And uh, the head of the NAACP in the town of Islip uh, has some, uh, listen, harsh criticisms, uh, but fair criticisms of Tim Sinney 
our DA, uh, Frank McKay, signing off. And by the way, I agree with every single word he just said about Tim Sinia. D- disgraceful. Uh, I'd go even further. Frank McKay signing off. Billy Moss has been our very special guest. And I and look forward to seeing everyone on our next 52 Players. Players.